blasted with sighs and surrounded with tears, hither I come to seek the spring, and at mine eyes and at mine ears receive such balms as else cure everything. From the English poet John Donne, Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Amanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for the last quarter of the pink moon, April 22nd to 29th, 2011. Some natural and unnatural events from this quarter moon. Now that the frost is out of the ground in most places, the creatures that Aristotle called the intestines of the earth resume their ageless, essential work of soil-making. Within the last few days, tiny piles of dark, rich earthworm castings have begun to appear wherever there is bare ground. During heavy rains, the earthworms scurry to the surface and the robins sing their joyful rain song in anticipation of a hearty meal. With cocked head and careful attention, crows, too, can be seen stalking the lowly earthworm after a rain. Charles Darwin, who devoted a lifetime of study and his last book to them, wrote, It may be doubted whether there are many other animals which have played so important a part in the history of the world as these lowly organized creatures. Without the work of this humble creature who knows nothing of the benefits he confers upon mankind, agriculture as we know it would be very difficult, if not wholly impossible. Here's a mountain report. On a cold and gray April day with a chilling wind off the water and a shroud of clouds hanging over the summit, the mountain is a haunted place. The spirits of hunger and death hover hidden in those clouds and call in low tones to primal fears deep in our bones. But on a warm and sunny April day, the mountain is a majestic, pregnant beauty about to give birth. The sky is blue, the bay sparkles, aspens wave their long catkins, lupin leaves glow greenly, and a faint chorus of phantom song can almost be heard on the breeze. Here's a field and forest report. In winter, there are a few smells in the great out-of-doors. Wood smoke is fine, but tell me, what is the aroma of snow and ice? So now that April is well along, the earthy odor of dirt is back. And brook water with its leafy, acidic tang. And salt water with its sweet maritime perfume. And gassy clam flats. A rich smorgasbord of scents presents itself to our senses. Once our sense of smell has been reawakened, then we can begin to imagine again the delectable aromas of daffodils, lilacs, apple blossoms, rugosa roses, and sun on fallen pine needles, all yet to come as this season unfolds. Here's a rank opinion. 
Speaking of odors, something smells rotten about the budget-cutting fever in Washington and state capitals all across the country. Saving money is good. Who could argue with that? And we need a return to good old-fashioned thrift from top to bottom and coast to coast. But saving millions on the backs of the poor, the elderly, and the voiceless, while squandering trillions on bombers, bankers, and bailouts, stinks to high heaven. Heaven knows, and heaven never forgets. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from the prophet Amos. So because the poor man is crushed under your feet, and you take taxes from him, you have made for yourselves houses of cut stone, but you will not take your rest in them. The fair vineyards planted by your hands will not give you wine. And from Margaret Atwood, in the spring, at the end of the day, you should smell like dirt. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.